0: Pod, real-ass moms sharing real-ass experiences, the things people don't tell you. Hey, Mama, hey! Hey, Mama, <laughs> how are you? I'm good, friend. How are you?
1: I'm doing okay. So, I didn't get a chance to tell you about this, but I have a little bit of mom guilt. What? So, yeah, Drew... He spilled an icy on the floor, right?
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: instead of, like, wiping it up and mopping the floor later, I just mopped it up. Well, you know Drew. He thinks he's Sonic. He thinks he's Spider-Man. So he was, like, running throughout the house and fell and hit his head. And I oh. felt so terrible.
0: But there's no knots or anything. So, but I felt really bad let, let me make sure I understand this. So Drew spilled some icy on the floor. Yes. You cleaned it up or mopped it up. Mm-hmm. So I imagine yeah. the floor was still a, little, was a damp.
1: little wet. Yeah, I turned my back to put up, down or back, and he done slipped and hit his head.
0: So Sonic the Hedgehog hit his head. Yeah,
1: and he was watching Sonic when it happened.
0: Oh, friend, he's okay. I promise he's I fine. This won't be the last bump or fall or slip in the house. It's just not. It's okay. I know.
1: And then I'm still feeling heavy from like last week with the school shooting and the grocery shop shooting <sighs> that happened in Buffalo. Yeah, so it's just
0: that,
1: that has it's definitely very brought some
0: anxiety. Like I, every time I leave the house, or since last Tuesday, or no, last Wednesday, because the shooting happened mm-hmm. last Tuesday. Since every morning when I leave the house, I have this. It was overwhelming. Like, that Mm -hmm. following Wednesday, Thursday, last week. But now it's slightened up a little bit. But there's some anxiety about leaving the house and either me or Jonathan dropping Eli off at school. Because it's like you – it's sad that we have to think like that in today's times. Like, we should not have to be concerned about dropping our kids off at school. Like, you know, it's just – I've definitely had some anxiety around that, and it it really breaks my heart. Every time I see something on social media or the news, I don't even turn the news on no more because I can't can't take it. I really can't. And I try, like, if I see something on social media, I try to scroll past it really quickly because I just, I can't imagine how those parents and those families and the school, like, I just can't imagine how they feel. Those kids, most importantly, I, it just, it breaks my heart. It really does. Thing.
1: Yeah. And um, I went to the grocery store because, you know, usually I do the gro- grocery pickup, but we traveled last weekend to Pensacola. So I didn't have time. Mm-hmm. And I just felt so airy going into the grocery store. Never felt that way before. Yep. But just like looking around and just being real dumpy. <laughs> yes. So I'm just really anxious right now. And I'm just praying for world peace. Like, seriously.
0: Yeah. I feel you. I went to Target the day after that shooting. And I'm like, what if somebody is in here and, you know, Lord knows what they may have, what they may do. Like, I shouldn't be scared to go to Target or any store. You know, like, so I, (sighs) too much. That's why I keep my mama juice because I cannot do. I just can't. Absolutely. Absolutely. So one more thing. It's just.
1: And I want to move kind of past this because I'm kind of not over talking about this, but I feel like we need to talk about it because it's just so like weird. Right. Between like the right to bear arms mm-hmm. and not having arms, because I do believe we should have arms to like protect ourselves. But then it's like, is it worth it? Like, I don't know. I'm like so caught in the middle. Yeah. And there should be laws like to protect people both ways. You know what I mean?
2: But exactly. Just, like.
1: It's so hard to wrap my mind around it. And and I'm terrified of guns. So, Dear has all the guns. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not the gun person. But it's just like, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a tricky conversation. Yeah, it's a tricky conversation. We just have to have protocols, procedures, laws, stuff in place to keep you know it's it's too for everybody to just have access to weapons that that's not okay obviously not at all it's not working out for us so we got to change some things up it's not working so you know I'm I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm an advocate for guns (laughs) but I am you know I, I I understand protecting your house but Absolutely. Right. There has to be something in place. Everybody should not have access to, to weapons, to guns. So I, I feel that it's it's a hard conversation to have. It's a hard conversation to navigate. And it's it's the same old conversation. We're sick of it. No, like we, yeah. we gotta do something because what's something. what's going on now is just not working. Absolutely. Folks aren't safe. Well, on a lighter note. Mm, please June, lighten us up. We are up. in the
1: month of June. So what is month of June, friend?
0: June is Pride Month. There is so actually yes. there's a lot that goes on in June. Yeah, there is a lot that goes on. Yes. In June. There's a lot that goes that goes on. We have Father's Day,
1: we have Juneteenth, we have Pride Month, like yes. month of music. Like it's a lot of stuff going on in June.
0: And isn't it mm, let me make sure I get this right. Infertility month too? Yep. Yes. Mm -hmm. So there's so much to celebrate in the month of June. Drew's birthday's in June. Yeah. My my mommy's birthday's in June. My husband's birthday's in June. Mm -hmm. June is on and popping. So, (laughs) a lot. And this is day one. There's a lot to do in June. I'm excited about the month of June.
1: Yes. So, I'm so excited to introduce our next guest. Uh, Yes. Plural. Uh, Yes. Plural. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's that's right. For guests, I take that back. Take that out. Take that out. It's (laughs) all right. I make crazy mistakes all the time. But yeah, so my mind sister and her lovely wife, Cara and Saban, they are our special guests tonight. And I am so excited to talk about their journeys to mamahood. And just a journey, journey in general, because it's so beautiful, right? Their story, and it's so beautiful to watch and see. My life is just so happy with her beautiful wife. Like it's just everything is love. Yes, really. And is. they're our first
0: couple. So. Yes, our first couple. they're our first couple. Yes, yes. We're interviewing our first that. couple.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, and we are kicking off Pride Month with. Kara and Savon. So everybody, welcome them.
0: <laughs> welcome, <everybody>. Savon <laughs> yes. and Kara to the real Mama welcome.
1: Pie. Hi. Thank you for having us.
0: Thank, Thank you, you, you for joining. joining.
1: Us. Yes. Um, so if you guys can briefly tell us about your journey to mamahood. Oh man, that's a journey.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so,
1: we met, and I was the one that kind of did the whole I'm gonna do whatever I could do to get that second date.
2: So <laughs>
1: she's like, I grew up an only child, I want seven kids. I'm like, seven kids, Ooh, seven, seven is kids. ambitious. <laughs> I wanted that second date, so I went with it. Uh-huh.
3: And-, and it's been what 17 almost 19 years later, Tray. right? Wow,
1: mm. so I. I- Yo seven, I add a little bit to it. Okay, so when you say seventeen, almost nineteen kids, so that means you guys are, or you all are foster moms, correct? Yes, we, we are. are. That's awesome. Foster and adoptive. Yes. Oh yes. my. Yes, yes adopt your babies.
0: Oh, we have a well, lot a big to talk about.
1: Yeah, we got a lot to too. talk about. We do. So can you guys briefly tell us about yourself? I know I asked you the question about your journey to mamahood and you guys, you all briefly talked about that. Um, so tell us about yourself. Well, me, Kara. uh, well, we're both Florida natives and mm-hmm. actually fine. If you ask her where she's from, she's going to do a hostel, So I'll let her have her mom.
2: <laughs> <laughs> But
1: We're both educators, Florida natives. Born and raised, mm-hmm. uh, moved out to Vegas about five years ago, and we're just so excited to be talking to you today.
3: Go ahead and go for it. <laughs> <laughs> what I didn't say is I'm, I, I'm from Bella Blade, where we <laughs> call that Muck City, and we both went to the Florida Agricultural Mechanical University. That's right. Mm-hmm. 30, on the highest of seven hills
0: in <laughs> I warned you. I warned you. <laughs> We represent. Always repping for the Rattlers. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. We had to bring it. a little bit of Rattler spirit to the desert. She's
1: a director of bands and mm-hmm. brought that sound out here. So it's been really exciting. We've had a lot of blessings since we've been here.
0: Saban, awesome. you're the director Isn't of band. Bands, yes. excuse me. What instruments do you <laughs> play? Do you play instruments? I imagine you do. I do. So my primary instrument is trombone. I
3: started on that in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I also started on the euphonium a little bit after I started trombone. But prior to coming here in Las Vegas, I taught middle school in Florida for nine years. And oh. what do you do when you're like teaching middle schoolers? You become a kid in the candy store with them as well. So <laughs> I like to say I'm proficient on everything except for the oboe mm. and uh, French horn, but everything else I can uh, make my way through it and teach it.
1: Wow, that's pretty cool. Yes. I have to Google some of those instruments.
0: <laughs> I don't. I, I, the oboe is like a really deep clarinet, right?
3: It's a it's a colorful it ha- it's a colorful sounding. I would say okay. You can say clarinet. <laughs> it looks it looks very nice, similar. Yeah, it looks similar.
0: Okay, but yeah, it has mm-hmm. that like horn at, like saxophone like horn at the bottom. Is that right or
3: no? a, it, it has a smaller bell at the bottom. Okay. Yeah. So it it does look more similar to a clarinet the way you would hold a clarinet. Mm-hmm. But yeah,
0: I used to play the clarinet in middle school. Oh, I can't I can't play a note now. You don't remember Hot Cross Bun? I know. I remember it on my recorder, but not my clarinet.
3: <laughs> my first instrument, too. I'm wishing so. to. You yes. got recorder. I can right. jump
1: in there. Right. <laughs> but I know how to get down on that recorder. I know that's right.
3: Uh,
0: you know, that's funny. That's amazing.
1: And you... You've earned like some prestigious award out in Vegas, right? I saw that on social media. Tell us a little bit about that. I mean, she's hot stuff. Okay? Mm. She is a person to know. Let's and, talk hey, about it. because we, we give all the confetti here. Okay?
3: <laughs> well, thank you so much for that. Uh, I uh, was recently named one of the finalists, or actually winners, of the Heart of Education Award here. Wow. And it, 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 I would equate that to, like, the Grammys or, like, in the Oscars. Because it it, 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 is, I don't know, like I'm still speechless on like how everything happened.
1: It was a student (laughs) nominated and then reinforced with principal nomination. And (gasps) 700 finalists, she's trying to be gracious.
0: 700 700 finalists (laughs) and you, what? Wow. That is amazing. Wow, look at that.
3: I'm, I'm just a kid from Muck City, you know.
0: Hey, you represent the doing Muck. It big,
3: doing it big. Yes. I love
0: it. I love it. I'm I'm clapping. I don't know if y'all can hear me, but I'm clapping yeah, for that. Too. That's amazing. That is amazing. So, And then another cool thing about some friends.
1: Sorry to cut ooh, you off. No, go ahead. they're being really modest here, okay? <laughs> so they were one of the first couples to get married in Florida. When Obama passed the law, so can we talk about that? Yes. Like How was that experience? What was that like? Walk us through that. Like that's really exciting, and I made history. Yeah,
2: yeah we absolutely.
1: Did. She, saw, she saw something on the news that it was coming down the yeah. pipeline,
3: and it and it was like on Twitter as well as like I was like, "Her, I think is going to get passed in Florida soon." Like,
1: mm-hmm. now, mind you, I was <laughs> I was planning the wedding. I was that was <laughs> like, colored. I know <laughs> you I had colors. I was trying to look at dresses. And she's talking about, I think we should go to the courthouse. Said, the courthouse, nothing wrong with the courthouse, you know. But I had already started talking to people, trying to come up with my bridal circle. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's going to be historical. Mm-hmm. At midnight, there's going to be a ceremony. And it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely
3: beautiful. It was, it was over 80 other couples that got wow. married, married that night. And um, it was just like, couples who had been together for a shorter period of time, but then there were couples who were together 50 years. Oh, my gosh. Who were able to, like, get married legally, and it was just, like...
1: We heard stories that Mm -hmm. they had this person for decades but couldn't, you know, be allowed to visit in the hospital because it was family only. Oh, my gosh. And we we were truly honored. We were number 33 in the state.
0: You can Google it. Oh my God! So y'all got all these. uh, We can all these Googleable moments. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, thank y'all for sharing that, and I feel honored to know one of the first same-sex couples, the thirty-third, excuse me, the thirty-third same-sex couple to get married in the state of Florida, which is all of our what first? all, All of our home state, Devin, you're you're, you're yeah, from Florida, kinda,
1: not my home state, but my home state. <sighs> by the way, pretty uh, much. <laughs> I always like they don't want to claim Florida, right. <laughs> like I am. I cannot Florida. discredit where I'm really, really from. So, <laughs> Florida's my second home. Yes, yes it but is. New York is always going to be number one. Okay,
0: that's fair. That's we'll give you that. We'll okay. give you that. So you all mentioned that you were, I imagine you were foster parents before you became adoptive parents. Is that correct? Okay. Yeah. So how did you all reach that decision? So Sabine, you wanted seven kids, right? <laughs> so did you all want to... Family, seven minimum. Se- oh, excuse me, <laughs> right. seven minimum. At least. You wanted at least seven kids. So how at did you all go get through this decision of wanting to become foster parents like it's is that what kind of drove this this journey to (laughs) to becoming foster parents listen you did not say we was gonna need tissue but i'm gonna give you the story anyway oh (laughs) oh, grab your (laughs) tissue if you need to do we need do i need to go get some tissue because i feel like no so like i said
1: we're both educators and we were both teaching at the same middle school at the time when we were in florida and she had a band student who had become homeless. And she comes home, she's like, listen, I know we got a lot going on. We don't have a lot of room, but somebody needs a place to be. Needed somewhere mm-hmm. safe. And we felt so confined because as educators, you know, you can't have kids at your house. Like it's not right. like back in the day. Like you right. have, you know, people who were able to love on you, but you can't do that. It's certain laws. Mm-hmm. so we were like if we are ever in that position again we're gonna do it and we're gonna do it right so don't google that if anybody asked <laughs> you know we didn't do too too much legally you know legal purposes only but we said if there was ever a student in need we'll go get them a place to stay or any mm-hmm. team any baby anybody yeah.
3: i love so please, it We that for at least one night everyone deserves a uh, you know, a hot shower, a warm meal, and a cozy bed. Like everyone. And does. feel safe. And feel safe. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Every night. Every Absolutely.
3: night. Absolutely. But you start with that first night and then figure it out, you know, mm-hmm. the next morning, next mm-hmm. day.
0: My mm-hmm. aunt used to foster um, here in Atlanta. And you get so attached to those kids. Like, they're with you. Some kids are with you for a short time and some are with you, I'm sure you all know, for a pretty lengthy time. And I like I, I can imagine that, you know, you just get so attached and it's hard sometimes to say, you know, of course you want I, I believe the mission is to put families back together, um, at least from my understanding. But sometimes it's hard to do that. Like you, you grow these relationships and you feel like they're real these are my kids, you know, so Hats off to y'all for the kind hearts and opening your homes and, or your home, I should say. Um, I love it.
3: And with fostering, we always keep in the back of our mind, like you said, reunification is always the goal. Mm -hmm. So that's how we have a little bit more ease Mm -hmm. when we have, when we do reunify is we knew going into it that the end goal was, to reunify
1: we still be crying though
3: yeah. I mean. <laughs>
1: still tears, especially when it's been so long like when we do the teenagers their higher level of care so that usually means that rights have been terminated and once you reach a certain age unfortunately you just don't leave foster care like mm-hmm. it's not every day you have teenagers being adopted mm-hmm. we adopted a 15 year old but that's not the standard of the norm so we have, you know, those beautiful, beautiful babies. Mm-hmm. You get to see them grow. We had a nine-month-old. He didn't go back home until he was 17 months, So we right. saw crawling and oh. eating real food. Yeah, so it's tough, but hmm. if they can't go back home, we want them at home. We yeah. mamas at heart. You know, yeah. mamas mama should have their babies. Absolutely. Safe so but, you know, if it's a safe environment, we support them. They should yeah. go home.
0: My aunt had one child. Um, she was in our. She was around for a couple years, and it got to the point where she got really close with our family. Like she's a part of our family now. And her mom, when she got back home with her mom, when she was reunified with her mom, um, my god or my aunt was asked to be her godmother. So she's still, you know, a part of the family. So there is so much beauty that could come out of this process. So I don't, I just thought about that and wanted to share.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that brings me to my next question. You guys kind of addressed it a little bit. Um, but like, what are some highs and some lows in being a foster parent?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We talked about it a little bit. The mm-hmm. ultimate high right now is to see that growth. And like mm-hmm. we were saying, Our baby crossed that stage. And And now, you know, that also means it comes with Lowe's, too. We didn't know that day was going to come. We were going to have to drag her ourselves. There's been plenty of times where she was unmotivated or she saw family members where it didn't happen, but we got her there. She grew. But obviously, you know, there's Lowe's. You Mm -hmm. are raising someone who has different values than you. You're picking up, you know, someone who was raised by somebody else and everybody's on mama the same or daddy's the same. Mm-hmm. So there are a couple of this moments, but those ties and seeing that one day was better than the last day or you fussing, cussing and screaming, but you're loved. Mm-hmm. So we we get through. Mm-hmm. What the, how about yeah. that? So with that, you say you got a chance to see your baby cross the stage. What made you adopt? Foster to adopting, like what made that transition happen? It's rare that you can choose family, and we actually mm-hmm. chose each other. Uh, mm-hmm. She was in foster care when she was 13, we got her, and we actually had her sister as well. And when we talk about the lows, us and mm-hmm. the sister, we had more lows than anything. Mm-hmm. And it got to a point where it was a mutual decision that uh, she was going to go to another home and our baby she said i'm not going i want to be here and that meant she had to leave her sister they have been joined at the hip but she wanted to be here she asked us if
0: we could make this forever and we agreed we agreed yeah that that's that'll tug at your heart and get your tear ducts rolling
3: uh, how did you all feel in attention. that moment?
0: How did that make you feel? Her saying, "I'm not leaving. We're we're at we're in this together forever. I'm not leaving." How did that make y'all feel?
1: She closed that door and made we knew, yeah.
0: She, made it clear. she wasn't playing. She's like, "I'm not going anywhere."
3: Right. And so she closed she... her room door and went back, and that was it.
0: Went on about her business, wow. like, not going.
3: My life is good here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's so, what she said. Does she still keep in contact with her sister? Are they still close? Yes. She actually mm-hmm. has um, more siblings, too. Okay. Uh, yeah. That sister in particular did move to another state, uh, but she has an older sister who blessed her with nieces and nephews. So, mm-hmm. She has a brother, um, a sister that's right above her. They're really close, um, as they should be. We try to support it as long as the communication is positive. We're a little overprotective. You know, we don't play about a baby. But Mm -hmm. as long as they're a
0: benefit to her life, we fully support it.
1: I love that. I love
0: that. (sighs) Man. So you all have shared your journey to meeting and getting married and becoming foster parents. And we, me and Devin started this conversation off with just how jacked up the world can be, right? So I have a question about you all's experience. Like, you're a same sex couple, right? And have you all faced any challenges or scrutiny throughout your process um, of becoming or being foster parents, adopting um, kids? Like, how did you all face any challenges or scrutiny being a same sex couple?
1: Uh, that's a, a complicated question, but for example, we were talking about earlier, people that want to claim being from Florida. <laughs> we had Texas <laughs> in Florida. Um, we had a homophobic principal at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had mm-hmm. some catty co-workers at another point mm-hmm. who kind of made things difficult. But when we took that leap to come to Las Vegas, it's so open here, honestly. Mm-hmm. Our foster parent classes were so diverse. It was Single things, parents yeah. and same-sex parents, older parents. Like, it's been beautiful out here. We don't mm-hmm. get looks. We've had babies of all ethnicities. So mm-hmm. we can walk in somewhere, two mm-hmm. women and a white baby, and everybody's still blowing hugs and kisses. Like, <laughs> so- <laughs> we that love happens. it out here. That's a true story. True story. I think it's because they
0: like the babies more, but I think they think we keep <laughs> <laughs> Oh, That's beautiful. So, you all are loving living out in the desert then in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Awesome. That. How long have y'all been in Vegas?
3: Six years. We just finished six.
0: Six years? Six wow. Years. <sighs>
3: mm-hmm.
0: Friend, it it's it hot looks... though. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's about to be Come the summer. Come on started.
1: out. The,
3: the three digits.
1: Yeah, it gets to like <sighs> 120 out there. No, thank you. I don't miss the desert. Mm-mm. It's beautiful, though. Yeah, Great Vegas is a
0: good time.
1: And the dry heat is not as bad as the humidity. I will say that. Mm-hmm. Oh. I rather dry heat over sure. the humidity.
3: Absolutely, Florida. Yeah. As soon yeah. as we're off the plane, now we're drenched. Yeah. yeah,
0: you start sweating while you're walking through the uh, what jetway. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sweat. <laughs> get off the plane, sweating.
2: Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
0: Friend, you were asking a question. I'm sorry. Yeah. So,
1: um, and this is personal too, because one day I, Jira and I do aspire to adopt a child um, once Jay is probably like in kindergarten or phase transitioning into kindergarten. Um, so, personal question, and for people who may be listening who may want to get into fostering a child or children. Or becoming a adoptive parent like what advice would you give to them um, any pointers anywhere to start where to begin anything any advice you may have well most literally the best way to begin is to literally do a Google search mm-hmm. Ask the parent in your state or adopt the resources in your state and that'll take you to training and getting things together, your home study, your background checks, your fingerprints, mm-hmm. and different things like that. But honestly, it comes down to it where if you physically have the room to have mm-hmm. someone and then you have that room in your heart and in your, your mind, you got a support system, they need it. Mm-hmm. Our shelters here are overcrowded, and I'm pretty sure we could say that for every shelter, mm-hmm. there, especially the pandemic. Mm-hmm. We've had so many babies since the pandemic. My goodness, I'm talking right. one baby would go home Friday. We got a phone call Saturday night.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. So if you're thinking about it and you can definitely do it, definitely do it. Okay.
0: You made a point about the babies during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. How how did that make y'all like I imagine, you know, you. I imagine you all started this process before the pandemic happened. Now that we're kind of, I don't want to say easing out of the pandemic, but we are. Things are easing up a little bit. How was that? How did y'all feel about fostering during, co- like the 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 peak of COVID?
3: We actually changed our yeah. life. <laughs> we
0: did.
3: We, we have been fostering uh, upper level care and teams, mm-hmm. and and when the for pandemic, years. yes, for years, and then when the pandemic, we were like. Wait a minute. We don't want to have to deal with
1: <laughs> or- we, we had a team again. We're going to give. We go back to some of them loans. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you're
1: a teenager in the pandemic, you don't like to follow the rules. We didn't have a girl. Uh, she didn't run away. Mm-hmm. And in returning, we're like, you know, COVID was hot back then. It's still hot now. But that's yeah. when we didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. Like, we were, scared. we were in the house. So just not knowing where she was and coming in and out, we were like, we're, we can't do this right now. We knew we still had that room again, but we were like, let's go down to the baby. Let's get up. (laughs) We were working from home. Don't tell nobody. I had me, my newborn. I didn't have to, you know, take off because they were on the room with me. So all my students get to see the babies. But yeah, we did. We had three day old on one baby. Three days? Three Three days. We picked wow. up a baby from the hospital. Mom never came back. We had her for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, when you don't look like us, you get more chances, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So mama came back and was like, oh, I want my baby. We thought we thought that was my baby. Can't even mm-hmm. lie. Yeah.
2: We were like, oh, that's our baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: but no, we. she went home. Mm-hmm. But uh, dad did reach out to me maybe a month or two ago just to say hi. He let me come mm-hmm. visit. Aww. So that was fun. Like, she didn't. She knew want to come to me, but that's fine. She remember
2: me. <laughs> She's <laughs> oh, a baby. She me.
1: So the pandemic, we were like a baby. Yeah, we we can do some babies, mm-hmm. but we had six babies in the span of a year.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow! Mm-hmm.
1: Wow! Mm-hmm. Babies are treated a little differently in foster care. Everybody wants their baby back. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they don't fight for them teens, to be honest. But they're gonna mm-hmm. fight for that baby.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that gives me a little bit of hope. <laughs> yeah. Wow, this was a really good conversation. I think needed, too, because we don't really hear about these stories for real. At least I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this is a really cool conversation. So before we let you go, I did have another question. Uh, what was your most like memorable experience as a foster mamas and that could be something wild and crazy like you're like what the hell are we doing what did we get ourselves into or it could be something super sweet or it could be both like whatever you feel like sharing we were talking about that baby. I would say our first baby that was our first time with a newborn period mm-hmm. I never even babysat a newborn before <laughs> <laughs> but we were told we gotta do skin to skin and it was like man if this baby was not right here, what could have happened? So just right. putting the skin to skin, I was like, man, this is everything that we can give this baby. Yeah. They're not going to remember it, but they needed it. They needed mm-hmm. it. Wow. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Oh, wow. So you did skin to skin with a three-day-old baby. three-day-old baby. baby. Mm-hmm. That's <sighs> so
1: powerful. Skin to skin is real
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: it is so real and like you don't realize how important it is until a baby needs it Yep. Yeah. my son definitely needed it my oldest um drew when he was in a NICU and we did that skin to skin that boy ripped his tooth out and I was just like wow this is like almost like a miracle mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so um yeah I love that I love yeah. that y'all were able to do
0: that yeah, skin the skin with mamas said, and daddies. Mm-hmm. We had a
1: teen. I took her to my family reunion, um, a teen, and our teen at the time that we later adopted. Mm-hmm. And that was beautiful, too, to see her. She didn't look like a there, but trying to do the wobble and everything. <laughs> join us. my grandma taught her how you dip cornbread in the collard green (laughs) (laughs) okay so I uh, I do have another question so culturally how does that work do you just bring them on over to your culture you try to adapt to their culture if they you know if they identify if you have a baby it's kind of hard but like if they're older like what does that look like culturally are you inviting them over to your culture and then you are extending yourself over into theirs, so it's like a happy median like what does that look like uh, a blending Ooh. of all of it honestly mm-hmm. for example the baby that was left at the hospital she didn't have a name mm-hmm. all we knew was that um, she was a pacific islander mm-hmm. So we were on google looking up pacific islander names we're like what do we need to know about this culture mm-hmm. we see we stayed up all night and we're mm-hmm. like granted she's a newborn but she go you going feel, you gonna feel loved and appreciated. Wow. Oh, like man. we, we want babies of every racial identity to just know about themselves. Mm-hmm. You lose so much when you're not with your bio parents. Mm-hmm. So oh, if yeah. we could at least show appreciation for your culture, that's the minimum. Wow, I love that. So did y'all name wow. her? We did. Yeah. We did. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. When mom was in the process of getting her back, she changed the name, but. No. We named her for three weeks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Y'all have hearts wow. of gold, like oh, see, like man. you. I imagine that everyone's not like this. They don't extend themselves in this way. So it's it's good to hear that you all are literally going above and beyond to make sure those kids feel safe in themselves and safe in your home. So I love it. I do.
1: Can we just get some of that in a bottle so we can spread it I know. The world?
0: Pour it in my mama because. juice
1: great <laughs> we put it in the mail we need some of that bottle too for the
2: most time
1: oh y'all bottle that up because y'all are truly amazing like y'all are really like transforming and changing lives like seriously mm. in so like, many we ways
3: need more our I remember our why and mm. and like we try to be who we needed and mm-hmm. we know what we needed when we were young. And so right. that's what we try to pour into our babies. And and we call our teens our babies too, but, you know,
0: that's deep. they're
3: a young adults, but we still,
2: mm-hmm.
3: you know. And when there are those lows, you got to go back to why you started. And mm-hmm. for us, it's really that simple.
1: We both had that one or two people that intervened. Otherwise, mm-hmm. our trajectory could have been so different. Like right. trauma comes in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. So we were like, if we can, we definitely
3: will.
1: We're
2: mm-hmm.
3: doing it. Oh, oh <laughs> y'all I... are doing
1: it. I got killed, <sighs> y'all. Y'all I are know Ah like- <laughs> <sighs> oh. uh,
0: Yeah. So wow, we y'all can't see them, but they just did this like fist bump to just show the union <laughs> and just the partnership and what y'all mm-hmm. are doing and it's so beautiful it really is it yeah it is I have enjoyed speaking with both of you um mm-hmm. I I took a, a lot from this conversation and I really appreciate both of you just sharing your story and doing what you doing doing the work that you do to be great foster parents and be present in so many kids lives that need you um so I'm here for it I'm fist bumping. Yeah for y'all <laughs> thank
1: you yeah, i so know i've been a fan so <laughs> always gonna be a fan for y'all you know, thank you i absolutely love you guys and seriously or you all sorry I keep saying you guys i shouldn't say that but um just i really appreciate you all and everything that you're doing for the community it's just it's just beautiful to watch and i know we keep saying that but like i said here at the real mama pie we get all the flowers all the confetti gonna be that hype girl always Mm -hmm. so and Cara knows I love her to death so (laughs) thank you so much and if you guys if you all don't mind if you can share your social media platforms if you're comfortable with people following you or reaching out for questions and you know things like that for sure um Instagram I'm Cara Siobhan C a r a s h u b o n.
3: You made my Instagram so. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I you it.
2: On
1: Instagram. Don't judge me. We were following each other, and now what happened? Don't <laughs> no judge it when you only see hundred followers. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get that back up? It's right. at Savan one hundred. S i o b h a n one zero
3: zero. Oh, I
1: spelled it wrong, so the students wouldn't find it. Yeah.
2: Okay, this is John. <laughs> you said. It.
1: You doing it. You guys at Sabon stuff wrong. So at S <laughs> I O B A H N one Hundred. B okay. and we'll have it in the description box as well. Yes. So no pressure. Um, um for the Marching one hundred. I was surprised yes. you into the chat yes. when we talked about Mutt City. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I gotta go follow y'all on Instagram. Yeah, I'm gonna and do that in we're a minute. Off, uh, June
3: 1. So happy uh, birthday to the March one
0: hundred. Oh, today is the hundredth birthday.
3: Yep, June one. <sighs> I missed that.
0: What are they? <laughs> don't they have a, a name for it? Like it's called the. Don't let me mess this up.
3: Don't ask me.
0: Nope. It's not like Hubba <laughs> Dot. Something. It is, is.
3: Like, like when we in agreement or like you. Um, when when you like something that someone is saying like hubba doc or hubba hubba oh. hubba hubba i heard that hubba yeah hubba. hubba doc is where we say often
0: well happy okay. happy birthday to the marching 100 from the florida A M university rattlers
1: and if you've never heard of the marcher 100
0: it's google. Yeah. google i'm sure they didn't heard them somewhere Somewhere. I don't know. Go on YouTube.
1: We have people listening in Australia, so they may have to Google. Right? Mm. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all will be very, very like, pleased with the work <laughs> that they do and the productions
0: that they put on. So just Google it. Yes, definitely. Great, great music. Um, but thank yeah. you again, Kara and Saban. We really, 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 really appreciate you being here and being a part of our community. Thank
1: Absolutely.
0: you for having us. We had an amazing time. Yes, yes we, we can't have wait to get back. y'all, too. I know. <laughs> this is not this is not y'all's last um, time here at Real Mama Pie. Just an FY, yes. Y'all will be back. Whatever you need, we got
3: you. Absolutely. All right.
2: <laughs> Thank
1: you.
0: We're
3: going
2: to hold you to it.
1: <laughs> <all I> really <laughs> know. Yeah, it.
0: Devin gonna hold you now. She gonna hold you to it. So I Just do as...
1: anything else? I'm gonna
0: hold you <laughs> as you should, As you should. She gonna hold you to it. All right. Thank y'all so well, we much. We love y'all. Have a good yes, night. Yes, we love y'all. Bye. 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 All right. Well, friend, I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed speaking with Saban and Cara They were amazing. They just I have, no, I have like little flutters in my heart right now. Seriously, like, I, I just, day. I first of all, you know, I have a special place for rattlers, but rattlers mm-hmm. who are thriving in their personal lives and their careers and doing good, they're doing the good, right? They're doing the good, and, and the not rattler really makes love, me happy. Well, yes. That, like, you know, love. I'm always here for the rattler love. You have a rattler yes. love story. I have a rattler love story. Car mm-hmm. and Saban have a rattler love story. Yeah, always here for the rattler love stories.
1: Yes. rattler FAMU, whatever you want to call it, <gasps> yes. it's a love story.
0: Famula. That orange. Well, green friends, love.
1: <laughs> what are we drinking tonight? Because Ooh. it's
0: time for Mama Juice. Hey, hey. you know it's I'm always Mama here hey. for my Mama Juice. Mama Juice. Hey. Hey. Okay, we got a song. Do we need to get you one day on the um, ones and twos? I know, right? For hey, a Mama yes, Juice we song. Do. I think I know. we, I we, I think we might have to. day, let,
1: let us know. You probably sick of us. <laughs> let
0: us know. So today's Mama Juice is called I Got Two Mamas. I okay. Got Two Mamas. Hey, So the reason why <laughs> it's called I Got Two Mamas is because there are two fruits in this drink mm-hmm. that are the two mamas. Okay. OK, so I'm going to I'm going to obviously post a video of how to make this drink because it's, it's mm-hmm. a whole process. But the ingredients are one ounce of grenadine, okay, four ounces of pineapple and orange juice mixed together. Right. So those are the okay. two mamas, pineapple and orange. Those are the two mamas. OK, two ounces of rum. So you use a rum of your choice. I used a mango rum. So I'm, I got all kinds of fruit, fruity flavors. Here. This is a tropical drink too. If y'all haven't caught on,
1: starting off the summer. Well, yes. almost summer.
0: No, it's no. We we're we're like mid late spring. So this is a good this is what a good good, good beverage. Spring? I think what the twentieth, the twenty first, of summer. I think yeah. When we get into the twenties of June, that's when we start okay. getting into the the summer days. It feel okay. like summer outside though. Um, right. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> there is one and a half ounces of water. And y'all will see why the water is here in that video, okay? And then a ounce, a half, a ounce, <laughs> a half an ounce of blue. I think it's called shirat, shiraso, shiraso. Sure, shir- I'll I have it written. I don't know how to pronounce this. <laughs> it's okay, for guess <laughs> but I think it's like blue shirat, so something like shiraso. I think that's how it's pronounced. Uh, but that's in the cocktail. So again, it's grenadine, pineapple, and orange juice um rum water in the blue sure i think that's how it's pronounced and if we have our mamas to be right no alcohol for y'all okay (laughs) no alcohol (laughs) so you'll have the grenadine which is non-alcoholic um there's also the mango and pineapple orange juice The half, one and a half ounces of water. And there is a non-alcoholic version of the Blue Churisoe. So they can still use that. They can still make this beverage look the same way it would as if there was alcohol in it. So like I said. research. Yeah. I can do a little research in there. Um, (laughs) But yes, this drink is layered. So like I said, I'm going to post the video on Friday for y'all to look at it and see how it's made. It's a pretty drink and it's sweet. It's, so it's tropical. I feel like I'm back on the islands with my drink, mm-hmm. with the waves crashing behind me. That's how I feel when I'm drinking this beverage. It's a, and it's it
1: represents a like Pride Month, too. Yes. It like does. It does. So,
0: it does. so y'all, you. like I said, y'all will see how the drink is made. All right. That's how Mama Juice. So, friend, what's what's happening in Mama's Corner?
1: In Mama's Corner. So I'm so sad, y'all. Y'all haven't emailed us. What's going on? Y'all doing real good with Mama's Corner. We didn't want email. Y'all can all be checking emails. So email us. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. I'm not yelling at y'all. It's busy. I get it. But uh, So Mama's Corner, I guess today we can be reflective. And if we have any new listeners out there, Mama's Corner is our time to connect with our listeners. So whether you have a Mama hack, if you want to vent about that, toddler or teenager we are here to listen if your kid did something cute or super embarrassing i mean we are here for all so yeah just you know write us whenever you feel like it and uh we'll be looking out for your emails and stuff like that mainly me um but i do have some um, <laughs> some feedback from tonight's episode like i really enjoyed myself tonight Um, Mm -hmm. and I'm glad we were able to talk to women who made history, essentially, right? Mm -hmm. And it's doing so much positive in this negative world right now Mm -hmm. Um, because we don't hear about the positive things that's going on. We only hear about the negative, whether that's social media, news, or whatever. It's something negative always in our face. So to hear that these two women are making transforming lives, like, it's just... Mm -hmm. Need it right now y'all because like i said i feel very heavy last week we stopped posting because we both felt very heavy and we just needed a moment to like step back right so thank y'all again for respecting that and reaching out to us to make sure we were okay we really did appreciate that and those who reached out to us thank you thank you thank you
2: mm-hmm. um but
1: yeah that would be my takeaway like let's start spreading positivity like yeah because all this negative stuff it weighs discipline. on you yeah.
0: what I took away from Saban and Kara is always remember your why Yeah, the okay. why will redirect you to get it together like we have our days where shit's just terrible we don't want to be bothered we don't we just want to lay in the bed we just want to catch up on some tv we want to eat all the snacks don't want to be bothered Right. Don't want to go to work. Don't want to deal with nobody. But when you think about your why, that puts it all back together. Like, you know what? Right. What just happened? It is what it is. We're going to keep it rolling. We're going to keep it moving. And always having to remember, what is my why? Why am I here? Why am I doing this? Who is, who's going to fill this? Why, who am I right. doing this for? Right? So right. them talking about, You know, when they had those low moments and remembering that they're they have a why there's a reason why they're doing the work that they're doing, the effort that they're putting in. It's it's a reason for that. Right. So remembering that there is a why there's a reason and keeping that at the forefront and using that and motive using that to motivate you to keep going.
1: I love that, friend. So. I have a question for you then. Oh, on that
0: answer. Lord, here you go.
1: that's your impromptu <laughs> you know, questions.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> so, your why, right? Because we've been up and down with this podcast and our audio, and we are working in, on it, guys. You all, everyone, sorry, <laughs> I keep saying guys, and it's not... Like, someone corrected me on that before, so I'm not one of y'all. We've I'm, been I'm socialized
0: used. to use the guys the way that we have. Right. So, it's hard to unsocialize it. It's hard it. to,
1: like, break it. And, of course, like, that's what we say. We say you guys, like, just as slang. Mm-hmm. So, I have to break that habit. I'm not making excuses for it, but I am working on it, okay? So, don't come <laughs> chop my head off. Um, I'm self-aware, okay? So, anyways uh with the highs and lows of the real mama pie because mm-hmm. things haven't been using cream all the time mm-hmm. even though you know we present our really highs on social media like we've worked our behinds off for this and we are constantly working listening to feedback from others like we want to see this we want to see that and we're working on it y'all this summer like we are grinding mm-hmm. Um, so things are coming it's going to be a slow in effect because we are still learning this craft like we are it's down daily we're, we're
0: in the okay. we're, we're in the classroom Instagram every day
1: marketing people we are
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're jacks planners. and jills yeah. of all trades of all
1: trades at this point okay <laughs> so thank everyone who tunes in every week and listens to us and bear with us with all the technical things. we appreciate y'all Guess what? We're gonna be a big podcast, and you're Mm -hmm. gonna see the glow up, you're gonna Mm see the growth. But I remember when Mm -hmm. it was sounding like they were in the bathroom, and now it's like this amazing audio. So, anyway, with that, um, what is your why? Like, what makes you keep going for the real
0: mama vibe? Mm -hmm. So, we talked a lot about this in our first episode. Mm -hmm. It's those the unknowns, right? So, mm-hmm. while, you know, after I had Eli, while I was pregnant with Eli, there we had a community, right? I had the baby mm-hmm. group and of course all of my friends and family who have children. Um, but there was still shit that I dealt with that nobody had no idea about. And right. it really started with the miscarriage because it's not something that people talked about often. I learned that a right. lot of folks had miscarriages after I had already gone through the process and it's simply because I shared my story. Right. Right. So that's one of my whys is giving space to mamas and mamas to be, to share their experiences with becoming mamas and being mamas. The damn unknowns, like the preeclampsia, the severe preeclampsia that I had, had no idea what the hell that was. Really, you hear about it in your mm-hmm. classes, right? When you're taking your birthing class, you hear about it, but you don't really know. You don't know unless you're dealing with it, right? So, right. that's my why is having that space and being a resource in case anybody, and I mean anybody has questions about what this life is like. Even having a damn child now, two and a half, right. cutting up every day. <laughs> or day. It's been like that ever, lately. Not listening. Mm-hmm. Just little things, right? So providing right. space, giving space, having a platform for everybody, all mamas, all walks of life, no matter who they are, what their background is, what their journey looks like. Giving them space to share their experiences and be comfortable in that. Yeah. That's my why for the Real Mama pod.
1: Good. It's always good to hear that Mm -hmm. sometimes because, you know, sometimes we get blinded by all these extra things. Yeah. So it's nice to hear you.
0: What is your why? What's your why?
1: My why is really to provide space for others that things that may not be so popular right mm. and the things we may not hear about all the time like you know even in my professional field i'm an advocate so i've always been like a voice and not that they don't have a voice creating platforms for people with experiences that are unique yeah and i think that's very important especially if you want to just grow as a person you want to educate yourself if you don't necessarily want to read a book to learn about something mm-hmm. but almost like listen to a story or yeah. a podcast and that's what podcasts were created right to give people other ways to get information because mm-hmm. you don't always have time to read and they have audio books or whatever but you don't may not want to you may not relate to that right? right but driving in the car or writing a report at work or whatever however you listen to your podcast like you are like, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, let me check this out. Oh, this seems cool. So really, and, you know, hearing women and men because us, like, we start doing it, it's a good thing. That content is good. Y'all are so real. Like, keep it going. Like, thank you. And you know? that's another so part. That is really, The real part. Right. The real part. Because we don't sugarcoat anything. Um, so, yeah, that, that is really my why to always just, Help people look at things from a different lens. Mm -hmm. And And just to help mamas and and, and making sure they just don't feel alone because sometimes, and mm daddies too, because we have some dad listeners, but sometimes when you're going through things, you feel so isolated. You feel like you're alone. Absolutely. And I don't ever want any mama, no matter how they're mama, surrogate, foster, adoptive, biological, auntie, grandma, whatever, Mm -hmm. I never want a woman or dad to feel alone. Yeah, and at any time they can turn on the real mama pod and feel like they connected. Yeah, so that is my mm.
0: why. I like that last part. Mm. Connected. It's important. Yeah. It really is because mm-hmm. nobody, yeah. no mama, nobody, like you said, wants to feel alone. And you can certainly yeah. get lost in this world of being a parent. Yeah, yeah. especially or when on the journey. Media yes to becoming a all these
1: perfect moms right in
0: quote yeah let's let's put the let's put the perfect in quotes
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. all these perfect moms yeah in quote, yeah
0: um and everyone makes motherhood look so
1: beautiful and so perfect even with breastfeeding and Mm. nursing and shopping and going and you know just all these stigmas and it's just like when you're here you're like oh shoot Mm. like what what the f Mm. (laughs) So yep. it's just like um yeah so providing that space i know i'm going on a rampage but oh, i really felt that when she talked about her why and then when you reflected on that it reminded me
0: yeah it's a good question it was yeah. a good question friend. it was a good improv too well
1: tell listeners know that we love y'all
0: yes okay. and we we, we appreciate y'all. I you <laughs> we do we
1: really do we really we really, really do, really do. And so, all our info, website, uh, Instagram pages, all of that, we've said that almost every episode. And that will also be in the description box. Um, but uh, you can always follow us at The Real Mama Pod on IG, Instagram, oh, same thing, Facebook, TikTok, all the social <laughs> media stuff, Twitter. I'm all over the place today, y'all. Forgive me. It's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm human. I'm going to keep saying that. I'm human um and then where can they reach you friend
0: so you all can reach me on instagram at kendra ferg and that's k-e-n-d-r-a-f-e-r-g underscore and And where can they find you friend
1: yep you can reach me at dev d-e-v as in victor grace d-r-a-c-e underscore on ig
0: okay and if you all want to write into mama's corner. You can email us at mama at com If you want to learn more about me and Devin, you can visit our website, www.therealmamapod.com. And if you are interested in our mama merch, which is amazing, you can find all of that on our website. Again, that's www.therealmamapod.com.
1: Okay? Yes. And we're working on some new stuff for the website, y'all. Yes. I'm excited for y'all. Jeez. great yeah. things are
0: ahead for the real mama pot so y'all stay tuned yeah.
1: all right well friends. cheers to another episode great episode yes <laughs> i
0: really 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 enjoyed um recording today's episode so cheers to that all
1: right cheers and cheers to pride month for all those who are celebrating that Yay! cheers i mean we're celebrating too but you know yes all the same sex
0: There's so much to celebrate in June. So we're going to celebrate it all. And um, you all have a good one. We will talk with you all next week. Yes. Have a good night. Stay at
1: home on nine to five. Raising your babies with joy and
0: pride. A real-ass mom. Your real-ass mom.